I tell you what I really believe. God has not given to me one thing that he'll not give to any one of you young people in this place if you'll pay the price. I'm not special to him. There is a one thing that he's done for me that he'll not do for you. There isn't a young man, there isn't a young woman in this assembly this morning. But what God will use you in exactly the same way, he'll give to you absolutely everything that he's given to me. I would lie if I would to tell you the price is cheap. Everybody's out for a bargain these days, but God has no bargains. Young people, I would lie to you. If I were to tell you that it comes cheap. You see me walk out there on stage and all you see is the glamour of it. And it looks so glamorous. There's a price. And it depends on what you want most. Just face facts. We're living in a generation where this generation doesn't want to face facts. I'm talking to young people who do not want to face facts. Sometimes I think it's the hardest thing in the world to get young people these days to face facts. But when you're dealing with the spiritual, it's the most important thing in the world. And you've got to face the truth and face facts. When you walk out on that stage, I know what David meant when he said, take not thy Holy Spirit from me. I probably know better than anyone else in this place what he meant and how he felt when he cried out, take not thy Holy Spirit from me. I'm not afraid of Satan. I can use the same weapon on Satan that Jesus used. It is written. I can face Satan. I can face all the forces of hell and use the same weapon on him that Jesus did. I fear no man. But one fear. Lest I grieve the Holy Spirit. Lest this anointing shall leave. 
You don't know. Young people, you don't know. In this ministry, you only see the glamour. In this ministry, yesterday, the thousands in this arena only saw the miracles. And they saw the glory. But very few of them could see the price that was paid before those miracles took place. Take not thy Holy Spirit from me. He can take everything that I've got. He can strip me of everything I've got. Leave in me but the clothing to cover my body. Leave in me but the shoes on my feet. And I'm willing to go out there and live on bread and water the rest of my life. So help me, God. I'll preach it if I have to preach it from the street corner. But take not thy Holy Spirit from me. If I knew the Holy Spirit had been grieved, I would never, if I knew the Holy Ghost had departed from me, I would never again walk out on a stage. I would never go through the form. I would never make a pretense of the thing. For in that hour, I would be the most ordinary person that ever lived. And nothing would happen. You can say the same words. You can go through the same form. You can do the same thing. But the secret of power is the Holy Ghost. Millions can envy you. You're probably the envy of more young people than you can possibly realize. But there's still something more. It's more than the teaching. It's something that's personal. Sitting there. I'll ask one question. What? do you want most in life that has to come first? Face facts, face yourself. Look yourself directly in the face. Maybe you don't desire what I've been talking about. Maybe that isn't your desire at all. Maybe it isn't. other things in life 
that you want more, that you feel are more desirable. I couldn't live if I had anything less than I have. I couldn't live. I wouldn't want to live. that Paul was talking about in that communion with the Holy Spirit. I couldn't live without it. I couldn't. I couldn't. Everything else is so worthless. Nothing else really matters. But maybe you don't want it. Maybe you don't want the best that God has for you. There are other things that are more important to you. But oh, when once you taste, when once you've experienced, when once known what it was like to have the Holy Spirit take your body. You ask me why I am not weary in body after five hours. Why I am as refreshed as though I'd had five hours of rest. It's because Catherine Kuhlman hasn't done it. I haven't done anything. I've only stood there and I've watched the Holy Ghost do it. I love it. I love it. I have been a great spectator, really. It's been my privilege to be a spectator to see what the Holy Spirit doing. <laughs> I stood there. I've watched in empty wheelchairs. And I'm thrilled for that person. Over here, I'm thrilled when I see him as he's opened that ear. Why shouldn't I be refreshed? I'm not doing it. I have nothing to do with it whatsoever. Catherine Kuhlman hasn't entered into the picture. When we do it, we fall apart. It's hard work when we do it without the Holy Spirit. God bless you all, and thank you so much for listening to Renew Today by Jessica Cruz, a place to be encouraged, empowered, and renewed by the transforming word of God today. And today, um, we're going to be speaking under the theme, The Price of the Gospel. And the person you just heard speaking was Catherine Kuhlman. And uh, before we get into it, I just want to introduce my husband, who is here with me on this special podcast. It is a great honor and a pleasure to be here 
uh, studying the Word of God with each and every one of you. And I want to thank my wife for bringing me in. (laughs) Okay, so we're just going to go and get into it right away. Um, One of the things that I wanted to highlight or um, for the things that I wanted to highlight from Catherine Coleman's speech um, was number one, that there's something for every body in the body of Christ. There is something for each and every one of you. And that is not going to look the same as your brother, your sister, the people in your church, um, the people that you admire and you look up to is not going to look like that. And the price um, to pay to obtain that, um, which God has for you, is also not going to be the same as well. Number two, it's going to matter how badly you want it. Um, Nobody goes after something that they don't deeply desire and want. When you deeply desire and you deeply want um, what God has already and has predestined for you, um, you go after that with everything. It doesn't matter what obstacles, what challenges. um, It does not matter. You will go after it because that's how badly you want it. So how badly you want it matters. And it will determine um, how far uh, your reach is going to be. Um, Number three, are you willing to pay the price? There is a price for everything in our lives. For everything in our lives, there is a price. And again, like I said, that price is not going to look the same as that that you have to pay as as, um, the people around you. Um, the price is is going to be different. It's going to look different, but there's definitely going to be a price. Um, my husband, who's a, a, a fourth grade teacher, right? You had to get a, de- a, a degree that came with a price. What, what was the price that you had to pay? Well, a lot of classes, a lot of learning, a lot of systems, and all to attain just a specific career path. Now, could you have gotten that with your high school diploma? I could not. No, you couldn't. You couldn't. Um, the higher, and you had to also pay some of that money, you know, to, to obtain uh, that education. So there is a price for everything. And even in the things of God, there is a price that you have to pay. Okay. So we have to get that very clear. Number four, the higher the price, the higher the value. We know that Christ paid the ultimate price for us. Christ paid the ultimate price for us. There's no one on this planet Earth that's going to pay the ultimate price as the Son of God did, who is Jesus Christ. And with that, he paid the highest price so that we can be saved. And not only that, but there's a, the gospel that we were able to share. There's the gospel that um, because of the, the high price paid for the gospel, which is the good news the good news of Jesus Christ, um, there, there's a value in that. There's a value in that. And when you, first of all, recognize that the gospel of Jesus Christ has a high value, um, you'll know to appreciate it more. You'll know to respect it more. You'll know to, 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 to share it, to know that, that this world is hurting, that there's people walking around with no hope. Because in those times with the disciples and, and when Jesus was alive, there was, that's what there was. There was corruption in, in, the, in the spiritual leaders. There was corruptions in, in the leaders of the land. There were so many people that did not have hope. And that good news, 
that gospel that the disciples started to share with the people was what was going to set them free. And they believed it. And not only did they believe it, they received it and they shared it with other people because of what it did to them. The leopard was was able to be healed. The blind was able to see. The, the cripple was able to walk. Those that were once dead came alive. There was a value. There was power. There was something special in this gospel. And to the point that the disciples lost their lives. Yeah, they there was there's so many examples in the Bible of of how these disciples lost their lives. And so many really sad stories. But if you talk to these disciples, there was like a passion to not only preach this gospel, but being willing to lay down your life, knowing that it's for a cause. It's literally for for the opportunity to set two paths before people, Mm -hmm. the path of life and the path of death, to let people know that you don't have to live a life that the devil wants you to live. You don't have to live a life that leads to destruction, that that is full of anguish and depression and no hope. They were willing to lay down their lives. The Bible says that Paul, he said to the people, present your bodies as a living sacrifice. And that's what these disciples did and the early church did. Mm -hmm. They laid down their lives so that they could present Life in abundance, which is what Jesus offered. Yeah, and and these people, the disciples were with Jesus, okay? The disciples were with Jesus. They walked with Jesus. They saw this man. The way he spoke was different. The way he walked, the way everything he did was different. They never had met a man like Jesus. So they were with Jesus. They were able to see the miracles. They were able to see him perform all these miracles. They were also able to see the persecution. So they they were willing. After Jesus died on the cross, they were willing to give up their lives because they saw Jesus give up his life. And I, I think it's, it's a little bit different when you're there. You know, we hear of these stories, but they were present. They saw these things. And um, they encourage us, the ones, you know, the believers that stood behind and those that would come that till this day and age, we talk about this gospel. We talk about this gospel. We preach this gospel. And in the year 2022, this gospel still has power to raise the dead, to heal the sick, to liberate those that are captive, to set the captives free. Like there is such an importance of this gospel. The gospel that that there was a high price paid for it. It was such a high price paid that was already paid for us to speak about this. So much so that that you know when you're able to 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 tap in, and I wanna I wanna switch it over to this. When you're able to tap into what God has for you, you're gonna have to pay a price. You're going to have to pay a price. I mean, my husband was talking about, you know, people aspire and they have dreams and, and you know, they, they, they see themselves, they have visions, they see themselves doing this and doing that. Um, but are you willing to pay the price? Are you willing to pay the price? Do you want to see the, the dead rise? The sick be healed? Do you want to see miracle signs and wonders? Do you want all that God has for you? Are you willing to pay that price? 
And I, we're not trying to scare anybody here. We're just really encouraging you. Listen, that there's something for you. There's something for you as well. There's something for you to go after. But are you willing to pay that price? And when you're able to, to pay that price, you're going to see the hand of God move in such a way in your life like you have never seen before. What eyes have not seen, what ears have not heard. What God has for us is very special. The world cannot give it to us. Is The world cannot give it to us. But you got to remember that there is a price and there's a reason. And it's to share the gospel. You know, many of us, we wait. We wait for, 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 for someone to come and lay their hands on us and, tell us and tell us, you know, this is what you're called for and this is what you do. But the Bible already says to preach the word throughout the world. If you're already doing that, if you're able to just do that, you're doing enough. Because it's already something that we're all commanded to do, to preach the gospel, the good news. Um, and there's a price for that as well. Um, Catherine Coleman, one, if we go into one of her stories, and, and I want to just quote one of the things that she said, God has no bargains. God has no bargains. We're all out for a good deal, and we all like a good deal, but there's no good deal and bargains in, in the Lord. You know, there's, there was such a high price paid that we also have to do our part. And in the life of Catherine Coleman, she had went through some dark uh, stages in her life when she got married and God was not in that, she said. And, and you know, she, she called it quits. And um, after that, uh, or before that, she, her friends were telling her, listen, don't do this. Don't do this, Catherine. Don't do this. But she still went a, a, ahead with it, justifying everything. And um, she was not happy in that. And it was not from the Lord. And she suffered in that. She suffered uh, 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 emotionally, mentally, um, and she lost two churches in that, and she almost lost her ministry. And I remember one of the things that she, she has said, Lord, if you could do something with nothing, then take nothing. Take me and do something with it. And, you know, she was able to present herself as a living sacrifice because she died to her own needs she died to her own passions she died to her own will and she was able to give her life to the lord okay that was the price that she paid because we know Catherine coleman um died without children without a husband you know none of that and i'm sorry but no one desires to be alone we desire right. we desire company we desire to be with somebody. But her price that she was willing to pay was that I'm going to give myself to the Lord fully. No, and I think that's where, that's where it's super important. <coughs> we each have to uh, get to a place where we have our minds made up. Yeah, that's I'm willing is. to do whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Whatever price I have to pay so that God can... Freely, 100%. We're not talking about, you know, us having our own path and then asking God to come alongside mm -hmm. for the ride. No, we're saying literally dying to ourselves, taking up the cross and following Jesus. The Bible doesn't say to keep part of your life or try to do both. It literally says, deny yourself, putting yourself to the side.
paying the, the, the price of following the Lord. And not that it's a bad thing. We're not sharing uh, anything to discourage you. But the Bible also says that we count the cost and, and we have a path set before us. And like my wife said earlier, there's great things that God wants to do in our lives. But, but here's what's interesting about the Lord is that you can only get everything that he's asking for. Or I should say, you can only get everything that he has for you if you give up everything that he's asking for. <laughs> so you're never going to get the fullness of what God wants to do. And you might be in that place where, yes, you've had moments where you've seen the glory of God. And God has shown you signs. Maybe he has shown you visions of what he wants to do in your life. But have you made up your mind that you're going to do whatever it takes? Are you willing to pay whatever the price is? It's interesting, right? When, when I go shopping with my wife, you know, my wife is, is not really looking at the price. She's looking at the <laughs> style. And, you know, even if I come into the store with like a desire, like I'm going to get my wife whatever she wants. It could be the most beautiful dress, but if she shows me the price, there's still that moment of, you know, <laughs> that you hesitate a little bit. Even when my wife was um, going, um, she was looking at shoes the other day, you know, you're looking at the color and how it fits. And then you look at the price and it almost like makes you rethink like, I mean, do I really need these shoes? <laughs> you, have, you have to ask yourself all these questions. Those are the questions that you need to be asking yourself mm. when you see the price. <laughs> Are you willing to pay it? That's a good one. That is a good, that is a good Cause way people, to Because yeah. people, I mean, you look at other ministries and you're like, wow, I, I would love for God to use me like that. Or, you know, I want to be able to write my own book one day or, or I want God to, to use me in conferences. And you see the glamour and you see, wow, how great this is. But have you seen the price? Have you had a chance to sit down with those people mm -hmm. and talk to them? You know, what is the price they had to pay mm -hmm. for God to use them? Some of these people, we've talked about this before when we were reading um, Billy Graham's biography. The man had crusades all around the world to the point where he would be months away from his family. Yeah. Not, not like one or two months. We're talking like six, six seven, eight months away from your family because it just made sense if you're on the eastern side of the world. Or if you're in Europe to, to continue traveling in those areas, that's a price. That's a price. That's a price. And, and when Billy Graham's wife, they were interviewing her, one of the things that she said was, I knew what I was getting myself into. There it is. I knew I was marrying a man of God. I knew there would be a lifestyle that I would have to adjust to. Mm -hmm. You see, there is a price and, and it's... A price that Catherine had to pay that was it looked different for Catherine. Billy Graham had to pay a price. Mm -hmm. And each of us has a path set before us that we need to make up our mind. Are we willing to pay the price? That's right. And when you make up your mind, the thing is that, yeah. that when you see the price and you're like, whoa, that's not going to be easy. But when you actually make up your mind that you really want it that bad and you go after it. And when you're in it, let me tell you that the price at that moment doesn't matter. And it only matters when you're looking back to see how far you have came and to see everything that you had to overcome. So when you're in it, what you're doing is so valuable. 
it's so valuable. Nobody could take the value away because you're the one that, that stood up praying and fasting for 21 days without eating or with 40 days without eating, whatever it was. You're the one that 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 was uh, putting in the work, studying the word of God. You're the one that was praying. You're the one that was believing. You're, you're the one that was believing in yourself when others didn't believe in you. And now you're in Africa preaching, uh, seeing people healed and praying for people. And you're seeing the, the manifestation of the glory of God, the power of God, that you say there was a price. I paid the price and it was worth it. And it was worth it. And that's what we want to encourage you. We want to encourage you that even these men, it was Stephen. I don't know if you could look it up if you know where it is. But it was Stephen that that nobody told him, first of all, to go over there and, and preach to those people. But it was Stephen that was stoned to death. And as he was stoned to death, he said that he saw, he saw God in heaven and sitting on the throne. Like, do you know what that is? Do you know what that is? You are supposed to be like in pain, screaming, yelling, no, don't do this to me. Stop, stop, stop. And those were not the words that were coming out of his mouth. Those were not the words that even in in that pain, in that persecution, he was still so focused on God that that's what he saw. That's what he saw. That's what he experienced. Um, it was like joy set before me, Jesus Christ himself. Do you know what that is? Do you know what that is? That as you're paying the price, you can say these things out of your mouth. And these disciples, even, even them, they were able to, to, like, as they're suffering, there's positive words coming out of them. Nothing negative. How dare you do this to me, Lord? You know, I serve you. Why do I have to go through this? No, it literally was like, I have finished the race. Like, who says that? Who says that? Nobody says that. Nobody says that. But that's the, that's almost like, um, I don't know. It's almost like the secret. It's almost like the secret that when, when, when you're, you're able to, to see that there's more and that this is what I'm supposed to do. It's like a soldier. When the soldier goes to war, they know that what they signed up for. Yep. They know that they could possibly die. But they know that there's a bigger cause. That this is going to have a bigger result than my fears and, and, and my doubt and, 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 and whatever it, they're confronting. There's something greater. No, and and those, those men and women of God in the Bible, especially in the, in the early church, really, you know, their sacrifice... It, uh, it really it opened the way. It opened the way for not only the expansion of the gospel, but you know, through that persecution, the Bible says that the church grew even faster. Yep. Right? So I can imagine people that didn't serve the Lord watching these disciples, continuing to praise God, watching and, and hearing the stories of Paul in jail singing and worshiping God, even though he was in there just for serving, serving the Lord, right? The Bible says to count it all joy when you fall into various trials, because the testing of your faith produces patience, right? What you're, the price that you're paying is producing something. 
the price that you're paying is like seeds that you're putting into the ground that are going to produce a fruit. It's not only going to impact you, but it's going to impact those that are around you. Even future generations will benefit from the price that you have paid. That's good. That's good. Um, and we, we really want to just encourage you um, to understand that there is something for everybody in this walk for the Lord. Um, these disciples, Jesus himself, they, there was a price that they had to pay. And as they paid this price, that perhaps it, it, it led to their death, there was a higher, like, you know, I had said before, there was a higher cause. And that was the salvation of so many people. So many people. I mean, Jesus is preached literally throughout the whole world because these men stood their ground. They were able, they were able to say, you know what? I don't care what happens to me. If I have to die for this cause, I will die. So it's like, once you pay the price, are you also willing to, to die for that? Be ready to, to, to die for that. Be persecuted for that. And I mean, we're not trying to scare anybody. We're not trying to scare anybody here. But we just, we just want you to understand that there's such a value. Because the high price was paid. There's such a high value in the gospel of Jesus Christ, which is the good news. The good news. The, the, the Bible says that the enemy came to kill, steal, and destroy. There is already a plan set in play, which is already happening now. And the good news, good, okay, good, not the bad news. The good news comes to liberate these people that are going through different situations even now. Even now. Even now. It, it's, it's to the point where you mention Jesus anywhere and people get uncomfortable. They, it's like, that's, that's how the enemy has everything right now, where you mention Jesus and people feel just uncomfortable. You can mention anything else, but you mention the name of Jesus, which has power, okay? It does something. So understand that there's something for you. And if you pass everything that is stopping you, if you're able to, to reach and grab a hold of that which God wants for you, after you pay the price, you're going to see that is worth it. That the cause that you're fighting for is worth it. And in it, you're going to see the hand of God in such a powerful way. You're going to see um, how badly God loves his people. My God, how much God loves his people. Um, that he's willing to, to send you, to send us, you know. And, and when you fully want to give yourself to the Lord. The price you pay is whatever you need to give up, okay? Um, and me and my husband, we're currently in a transition where the Lord spoke to us and there was things we had to give up and we had to put our trust fully in the Lord, mm. financially, uh, uh, everything. <laughs> yeah, even, even with employment. With employment, absolutely everything. That, I mean, it makes me think of Abraham. You know, he, God told him to go to the land, which I'm going to show you. Mm -hmm. Trusting in God has a price. Trusting in his word has a price. You know, you're, you're literally putting all of your trust in God. And that has a price. You're putting all of your desires to the side. 
And I think one of the things that we, we need to be asking ourselves in these last days is this, the gospel of Jesus Christ, the gospel that the God of the universe sent his son to lay his life down on the cross. Is that story and message of hope worth my time? Is it worth my commitment? Is it worth the price that it requires for me to give? I want to leave you with this um, just to encourage you, to encourage you that um, there is definitely something for you. Just just pay the price. Whatever you need to let go of, set aside, dig into what God wants to do because there's so much that God has for us. Um, in Revelation chapter 22, verse 12 says, Look, I am coming soon. My reward is with me. And that's another thing that you have to understand that once you pay the price, there's in God, there's a reward. Always. Always a reward. You don't just go through things and that's it. No, there is a reward. There's a reward if you stay, if you stand and keep on standing. God is a rewarder. Mm. Look, I am coming soon. My reward huh, is with me. He could have just said, I'm coming soon. He don't come, he, he don't have to come with gifts, but he wants to come. He sees what we've gone through. He sees what you're going through. And he says, my reward is with me. And I will give to each person according to what they have done. What have you done? Hallelujah. The price of the gospel. There was a price already paid. They did what they did. Those disciples, they did what they did. Can I, let me say one thing. I just heard this in my spirit. There's people listening today that have already paid the price. Mm. And God lets you know today your reward is on the way. The reward for the price you've already paid is on the way. Because God has seen your sacrifice. He has seen what you've gone through, what you've given up for his sake. And you don't lose when you give to God. Mm. You don't lose when you give to God. You do not lose when you give to God. My God. So we encourage you. We pray and we're, we're, we're going to make a prayer. And I'm going to ask my husband to, to make that prayer because um, we just want to encourage you that there is more. There's something for you. There is a price. And we know there is a high price that these people, men and women of God paid. And to, to think that we don't have to pay anything. No. There's going to be a price, but listen, once you pay that price and you're in it, it's it's going to be like nothing, like nothing you've ever experienced. What no eyes have seen, what no ears have heard. Um, God has something amazing for you when you are willing to sacrifice, to be that living sacrifice and just be fully used by the Lord. Like I'm talking about fully that there's, there's no uh, reservations. There's no, no limits. Lord, here I am. Take me, use me. So I'm going to ask my husband to, to make this prayer, um, as, uh, the Holy Spirit leads him. Dear heavenly father, we come before you and we thank you, God, uh, for everyone that's listening, everyone that has joined our broadcast today, and that are going to be listening to this broadcast uh, during the week. 
Lord, we thank you because you sent your son to pay the greatest price. Nothing can match. Nothing that we do, God, will ever even measure up to a small part of the greatest sacrifice that your son made on the cross, Lord. It is because of that very price that your son paid that we have an opportunity, Lord, to follow in your son's footsteps, to be carriers of this gospel, God. And Lord, we know that you're calling us. You're calling on the hearts of men and women all around the world to step out of their comfort zones, to put aside their selfish ways, to put aside anything that hinders God so that we can go out and preach the gospel like you've called us to do. Lord, we cast down anything that is holding people back, Lord. Anything that is getting in the way, even if it's us ourselves, Lord. We lay down our own lives, God, as we follow after you, Lord. We pray, God, that those that are listening today would be willing to pay the price, God, and that you would reward them for their choice, that you would reward them for their sacrifice, that you would show them, God, that laying their lives down for you is always going to reap a reward. We thank you, God, that you are a rewarder. You are a rewarder, God. You're a rewarding God, and you're a good God. Lord, and you have good gifts for your children. Hallelujah. And we thank you, Lord. Not only will we receive the reward in heaven, but we'll receive it on earth, God, as we're diligently seeking you in these last days. So we thank you, God, because you're bringing us through And you're showing us, God, that it's not only worth it to pay the price, but that there is more that you require from us. And we thank you for reminding us of that today. Lord, we thank you for the strength that you're giving us to carry out and finish this race. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Be encouraged today. Hey, listen, thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I know that it has been a blessing to your life, whether you're cooking, stuck in traffic, or whatever the case may be. But I don't want to leave without introducing you to the best thing that could ever happen in your life. And that is Jesus. He is the reason why I am here. He is the reason why I'm alive. And he is the reason why I experience victory in every situation in my life. And you can as well. You can walk in victory too. I promise you that your life will never be the same once Jesus is in your heart. So if you are tired of the way your life is going and you want Jesus in your life, repeat this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I confess my sins and ask for your forgiveness. Please come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Take complete control of my life and help me walk in your footsteps daily by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for saving me and for answering my prayer. If you said this prayer, welcome to the body of Christ. We would love to connect with you and help you by sending you a free gift. Message us on Facebook at Renew Today by Jessica Cruz. We love you. God bless you.